say something like, Welcome to Death Readers, episode four. I'm Rob. I'm Doug. And we're going to talk about the next three chapters of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Starting with chapter 10, Halloween. Halloween. I think a quick recap of the chapter. This is the chapter where Harry gets his broom and sort of learns about Quidditch. I have a big problem with the broom. Okay, let's go start with the broom. What do you have? What are your problems with the broom? I'll go first. I don't get why McGonagall buys it for him. Does That's she my not problem. know that Harry's loaded? He's. Where's the money coming from? Exactly. How is it? she's not? She's she's flouting more than just one school regulation here. Which, to be fair, I think we eventually learn how like little Hogwarts rules matter. Like Hogwarts is definitely a place where the rules are fluid. Like sometimes they'll be really important rules, other times they'll be like, who cares? But there's just a whole. It feel it doesn't feel planned out. Well, it doesn't feel planned out well. It feels like a whole first and second Death Star scenario because he gets the best broom that's available. Only have it destroyed so he can do it again. Well, it's also like on. there's this also sort of a lazy mechanic of like. First years can't have brooms except Harry because he's who, extra special. Who gets a broom? Why couldn't it have just been like 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 it is in high school? Freshmen can try out for the football team, but they're probably going to suck, mm-hmm. and they're very likely not going to have the year of experience they need to actually be like okay starting in a team. Why? I mean, it seems to me like it would be just as believable to have it be like that, and even more like maybe it's too believable. Maybe it's too. Like, having Harry just be that good and then be like, he, he should be on our team, he's a superstar, and then have no extra problems or issues makes it so that, well, why wouldn't Malfoy buy his way on the team or something? Like, why wouldn't the rule sort of gives an extra level of, well, of course he couldn't, because no one broke the rules for Malfoy. Right. I don't know. I I, it, it... I definitely don't like that she buys him the broomstick. Like, it right. feels... That's a step. He should at least be. I mean, getting on the team is more than enough to be special. He should be training with a uh, school broom and only get a, a mysterious broom from some mysterious benefactor in a later book. That'd be a great plot point. She or, should use that. Or literally just say, hey, Hagrid, go back to Diagon Alley for me and pick me up a broom. Or have an owl bring me a broom. Like, exactly happens. But he pays, like, with the gold or whatever shillings they have. Yeah, I like mine better. Wasn't that what happens later? Yeah, that was my point. No, yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. She already did use that later, Rob. I did. She did. I was being clever. Use it later. I was being clever. She did. I'm clever. Used it later. I'm not clever. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. Just wanted to beat it into you. Beater. I'm a, it's a beater. Oh, a oh, oh. Be- <laughs> Quidditch. <laughs> I'll quaffle that. <laughs> that was awful. So but that's that's. I mean that's. The end of Quidditch for the Halloween chapter. After that, it's all. Oh no! There's a lot more Quidditch in that chapter. Um, there's the you're right whole part about Wood not knowing what basketball is. I've read this is the training chapter. Yeah, I take back what I said about it not being that. This is the middle of Rocky. This is training montage Quidditch, where he t- explains to him the very basic rules, which are fine. But I just have I don't know a few a few points. Like again, Wood doesn't know what basketball is. Why? Why why is it that wizards are so like Removed? predisposed yeah to to not have any idea about the world they actually live in mm-hmm. unless of course and this is kind of what I was thinking is the only thing that would make sense about this is that the wizarding world is actually not on the same plane of existence as muggle world Hmm. I don't think I'm right, but like, I don't think that's actually. I get what you're saying, like 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 another realm. Yeah, but how could they be that separate from everything? You don't don't think she's just going for a magical Amish kind of thing? I think she is, but that's dumb. Okay, like a magical Amish is a really good way of putting it. It's still Amish people know (laughs) basically what is still happening out there. They just don't do anything with it. Like they know about vehicles, like they know about cars, cell phones. Okay. Rumspringer is a thing. I mean, even I mean, I'm taking it too literal on that. Sure, sure, sure. I'm sorry, Rumspringer. Is it Spriggan? I don't know the word you're trying. To there's say. a there's a word for the like right of passage. Oh, 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 the thing they make all the shows about. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I have heard it. I'm sorry. I have no idea yeah. how it's pronounced. I don't either. Okay. I barely remembered it. And I know again, we're talking about two different things. Wizards don't necessarily have that, but it just it's so often something that happens in this book, at least where a wizard is just so perplexed by the muggle world, and it really gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And again, that's all right, because I'm not necessarily the target audience for it, but 
still it feels it feels awkward. It feels like Harry's like, oh yeah, it's like basketball. They shoot it through the hoops, and and he's like, what? What is what is basketball? And Harry and now Harry's like, never mind. Don't worry about it. And it happens again later with um, the red card. The red card. Yeah, it happens there too. And Hagrid's like, well, they should have a red card, but that's in the next chapter. Sure. So, it is but just how how could you be so ignorant of everything around you? Like, I just don't. Unless it is like like the Amish, where you are sort of like this wizarding community is actually not. It's just it's so many contradictions. Like it's 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 simultaneously a global world. Mm-hmm. It's a global network of witches and wizards for centuries, mm-hmm. but they are a lot of like teenage wizards don't know about Muggle sports. I I mean I guess I would believe it if you're talking about like maybe someone in I don't know a country that doesn't know about basketball, but I'm imagining there is one. True. I think you hit. A- the nail on the head in earlier chapters when you said all the wizards, even the good ones, are just consider themselves superior. So you think and that so they, like they don't even bother be, yeah. with with like learning? They would it's be beneath stupid, them whatever. to learn it. Oh, it's yeah. a muggle game? I'm done. I'm right. bored. Tapping out. Yeah. And then we have the muggle wizarding kids come in with bringing their posters. The other kids are going to look at them like, oh, that's that's cute. Right. And I'm sure by the second term, those posters are going to be taken down. I think you're right. I mean, like... Because they're going to be shamed. Who is the the uh, soccer Dean. fan? Dean. I don't remember Dean. <laughs> is Dean in the movies? Is He's he... Blackhead. Oh, I thought that was uh, the other guy, the, the announcer. Lee Jordan. He's Lee, Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan has dreadlocks. Okay. Dean has short hair. Okay. He's tall. Okay, cool. Well, does he come back? Like, is yeah. He... Okay, cool. He's in, he's in all the movies, I believe. Is he? All right, I don't remember. But another thing that bothers me about Quidditch... Quidditch seems like an awful sport. Like, it seems like the kind of sport that shouldn't be allowed to be played at a, at a school. Like, not only is it incredibly violent <laughs> and risky, like, we've already... Before we've even seen a game, Neville's already in the hospital because right. of a broom-related injury. Not only that, but you have the, the the bludgeon balls that come and try to attack you. You have... That's what they're called, right? Bludger. Bludger balls. Come and try to attack you or knock you off and can break your arm or maybe kill you. N- not at Hogwarts. Never at Hogwarts. And then, and then he mentions that sometimes the, the game only ends when you catch the snitch. Yes. So it can go on for three months. He says that's the longest it's ever gone on. What kind of school would put their students in like academic, in, like academic, like futures in jeopardy with the option of maybe this game could go on for months or days? Okay, that's interesting. I didn't take it as a school game. I thought he was just saying like a, a fact of professional Quidditch. I mean, I don't know how it... I mean, what are they playing? He didn't mention anything about the rules being ad, ad, amended for I think he was just giving school. a factoid about Quidditch at large. The longest game was three months. Right, but you still have to end by catching the snitch. So, like... Th- I do. Okay. Yeah, presumably, if there's no other, like, end to the game, then, like, presumably this... Like, all the schools could have games go on for weeks. Like, that would absolutely interrupt lessons. I don't know how, like, that. that's just, again, I get it. I'm way over-analyzing. That's the, that's the fun. It is the fun, but it's still, like, <laughs> like oh, it's just, a, it's just a, a kid's book. But, God, it just feels like, it feels like some professors would have to stand up and be like, I'm having to hold back a lot of witches and wizards. <laughs> like, no one's graduating, and it's because of Quidditch. Can we please put an end to this? Oh, or maybe it's like college football or something where it's like actually a huge conglomerate that controls everything and like pays the school to have Quidditch teams to farm into the larger Quidditch Cup. It's like a mix of FIFA and whatever the college football thing is called. I forget. Yeah. I don't have no idea. Of course. There's more than one kind of football. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's, it's I like that idea. Maybe there's a corrupt Quidditch like, you know, multi-conglomerate infrastructure behemoth out there forcing children to get bad grades so that they can keep them playing Quidditch. Interesting. I don't know. Just seems like not a not a great game. Aside from being confusing. And it's not confusing? There's a lot of that that's confusing about Quidditch. It's the one sport like, I why? understand. <laughs> <laughs> because you read... A paragraph where explain the rules. You know, other sports have rules you could read and it would be explained to you. Yeah, but they're not interesting. They're not on broomstick. I guess that's true. I guess that's true, except that there are sports that have other things, like dudes riding around on blades on their feet, or, like, dudes with giant clubs smashing stuff. 
Yeah, those seem all you you want the testosterone. You want the cleaning and like supply sports. You want yeah. someone riding a mop. Swiffer <laughs> ball. Chasing balls. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean mm. they all have balls, but mm. none of their balls have wings. Well, Quidditch is a dumb sport. I don't know. It's it's That's fine. It just it just I you know, two ch- two of our three chapters are basically about Quidditch and It's true. It's exhausting when it feels like it's just... It's like a big chunk of this is just reading play-by-plays. That's, There's nothing they're, they're kind of amusing. I do like Lee Jordan's commentary. Lee Jordan's fine, but it's it's the spicy up stuff that no, he does. Right. That's and funny. It's, it's I not believe the, there's at least one more game in the book. Great. I'm, I mean, in the series, hopefully there's only one more game. I know that's not true. Uh, um, so then, then the next thing that happens in the chapter is that they, they have this troll? It's, it's, it's Halloween. It's the troll it's in the dungeon. Yeah. Oh, actually, they have the scene where they're mean to Hermione. Right, the Wingardium Leviosa yeah. class. Yeah. It's really mean. They were so mean to her. It's just wrong. Unnecessarily so. I mean... I felt for her more in this chapter than I had, like, in, in, in the movie. In the movie? Yeah. Because it's really. almost the same, isn't it? It's no wonder she's got no friends. She bumps by them. But that shot where she bumps by them, it's like, it's hard to figure out what's happening. Okay. Like, the way it's shot, I sure. always felt like it was kind of rushed. Like, I don't... I, didn't, I thought she was just, like... Bumping through them like you know, like fuck you guys, okay, dicks. Instead of her being like in tears and right. distraught, but in in the in the reading, it's actually you know I feel bad for. Her. I kind of like how quickly Harry forgets about her. Yeah, when <laughs> they see the Halloween feast. Yeah, he's like we should go to Ooh, again. Food? He's a dick. He's such a dick all the time. Just a monster. Just so bad. And then like so then the when the troll like gets released though. Because uh, she's she's stuck in the in the girls' restroom crying that they overhear that right. they, they learn that that's where she is and then everyone has to go to the dorms to hide out from the troll until he gets you know caught uh, and then Harry and Ron figure out that oh no we actually have to go rescue Hermione because she's trapped in the bathroom and I think that's where kind of where the troll's heading but I just thought it was interesting that she describes the troll as smelling like a public toilet that no one seems to clean <laughs> I noticed that this time as well. <laughs> I liked that a lot. Like, good on you. Like, that's a really... That is an is absolutely a relatable description. <laughs> like, the idea that you're like... Like, you say that. Like, oh, that's a toilet that someone doesn't even clean. You're like, oh, I've seen that toilet. <laughs> I have I've seen, smelled that I've toilet. smelled all of those toilets out there. Ugh. Awful. What, an, what a wretched thing. It's like going to the fair. I mm-hmm. imagine that's what it smells like. It's like going to the fair and going to one of the fair bathrooms that they have. We just have lines out the door and... That, that puck of disinfectant that tries to cover the smell, but does not. It just makes it worse. Yeah. And the, the soap dispenser is always empty or dry. Mm-hmm. Or tacky. You don't want to touch it to get the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Good description. just really like that. Um, but I did like that Ron and Harry get the chance to redeem themselves for being such dicks to Hermione by, by rescuing her. But like I was kind of thinking about it in terms of a whole, like like a masculine savior kind of thing where it's like oh how silly that this you know young girl needed two guys to save her as opposed to like she's obviously the best witch in the classes it's been proven that way throughout the entire book but still when push comes to shove she's she's still a girl and she still needs two guys to do it for guys were clearly worse at being wizards that felt weird okay but like I feel like you're not supposed to read it like that I don't feel like you are I I, I think I feel like she was surprised right and panicky, and they only weren't because they had the foreknowledge that they're going into this. Right. They had. They could, could easily have been. They steeled themselves. Right. Could easily have been Ron and surprised by the troll going ah, and Hermione and Harry going. We know this is happening. We gotta go in there. Positive that happens later in the series at some point where mm. Rob is ta- Rob. Thanks. Or Ron is uh, taken aback and surprised by something. Um, Very underrated character, Ron. <laughs> you you do say that a lot. <laughs> We'll get to that later. Because it's not really evident in this book. No. Uh, it's still, but I do. I did like that they got their chance to redeem themselves. I like that it happened quickly, is I guess what I'm saying. Okay. Like, I like that it wasn't like, Ron and Harry are just dicks to Hermione real bad. Like, to the point of making her cry herself, like, cry by herself in the bathroom. And then, like, six chapters later, they're like, oh, yeah, that girl we were mean to. Right. It, was, it was just nice. It was... It's nice as a reader to see that, and and I don't know. I like clearly. I feel like that she's making Harry seem like a jerk from the get go, at some level. And I think it's obviously, I think it's intentional, very clearly. But 
he's still supposed to be the hero. Right. And it's hard to, like, have any interest in him if he's just a dick all the time. <laughs> um, but then, like, the last few lines actually kind of bothered me. Okay. Where it mentions that, like, uh, you know, going through the, the... The three of them are friends now, and they are friends because they go through this experience that's... Like, when, when you go through the experience of dealing with the 12-foot troll, uh, that you, you just can't not be friends after that. Right. And, and I thought, what about the dog? These are still these the same kids who went through the harrowing experience of seeing an enormous Cerberus snarling at them and trying to attack them. Like, how is that really... Because they were able to back away and just leave. Like, they didn't the have to had actually Right. I they were getting man. out of that bathroom alive without fighting. Whereas I the guess. dog, they're just like, oh, can't go there. I don't know. I have, I have a suspicion that they are, are they should have already been a little bit tight. Also, well, I mean, Neville. he was extra. Yeah, Neville's included in that. I didn't yeah. mention that, but uh, I mean, she, that that's what pissed her off. Oh, you think that? I didn't get she, that. that. That was the whole. I'm going to bed before. Yeah, I meant to mention that last time too. That whole I'm going to go to bed before either of you come up with a plan to get us killed or worse expelled. Right. Because she's already she's already decided they're friends. She's already gone through that 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 harrowing experience. With it might the dog. be why it hurt so so much extra. When I Ron, think I think that like, might oh, we're friends been. now, right? And then Ron's like, "No wonder she's got no friends." Oh shit! I thought we were friends. Right. I thought you were the friends in question. Right. That I apparently have none of. Right. Oh, it's even worse now. <laughs> it's even worse. I feel horrible. That poor girl. <laughs> God, <laughs> that poor girl. Uh, and she oh. marries that bastard. Hey. Spoilers. Ugh, what a jerk. That Ron, just get rid of him. Just cut him out of the book. Useless. He's not a bad guy. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's an underrated character. <laughs> I, don't, I don't sound like that. Um, that's, I mean, do you have anything else in that chapter? On that chapter? No. Yeah, I feel like that one was... Like a, had a little bit more to say about that chapter than the next one, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, chapter 11, Quidditch. I... So boring. I mean, I hate to say it because again, it it just it takes this whole chapter takes the place of maybe like I probably a ten minute scene in the film maybe, which is exciting and fun to watch because it's visually interesting. But reading it, ugh, like just pass. I, I it's only lately that Quidditch description chapters have become kind of boring. To me, I used to be okay with them, but... but this is, like, your eighth time reading them, yeah. like, too. Like, it... Yeah. I don't know. We do have an issue in this chapter where we have another example of one of those obvious... At least in the, the version I'm reading, an obvious uh, Americanification... Yeah. Uh, ...of something where the, the kids from Gryffindor hold up a banner for Harry that they've made that says, Potter for President. Mm-hmm. And I thought, why? Yeah, that like, always That makes always no sense out. to me. Except, obviously, it's for, like... Potter for Prefect would have made sense. Potter for Prefect would have been awesome. That would have made way more sense. Um, I guess it... Prime Minister? But, like, American kids don't know what that is. No, yeah. Like, they have no idea. So to get the, the point across, it's still... I mean, I get why they had to pick president, but it just doesn't make sense when the kid's obviously from England. It's In, like copy inundation? It, it's, it's like co- cultural copy-basting. It's like saying... This thing is the equivalent of this. We'll just like who who cares? There's, there's there seems to be more of that in this next chapter. With English muffins, they toasted English muffins. I'm like, do they even have English muffins in England? In they England. just call them muffins or crumpets. Which I was everyone says I'm wrong, but they're very similar. But then they do have crumpets later too. So I don't know. I don't know. You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. I'll teach you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, the last thing about Chapter 11. We do get your confirmation that Fluffy was bought from a man from Greece in a pub. A Greek chap. A Greek chappy, I think is what he says. Good. Well done. Um, but yeah, I like that. That's cool. Again, sometimes some cool shit happens in Harry Potter. This is one of them. Sorry, I spoiled it for you. No, no, it's cool. It wasn't cool last time. Well, maybe it's still not. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that does bring us to chapter 12. The Mirror of Erised. See, I didn't know how to say that. Erised? Is that how you say it? That's how I've heard it said. Oh, cool. That's, That's how I've heard it. Erised? Searching for Nicholas Hamel would be so much easier with the internet. 
Like, that whole drama there would just be like, oh, just Google the guy. Right. Instead of like, oh, we've got to go to the library and just grab random books. I don't know how they're even doing this. They're just checking, like, glossaries or, like... Well, I mean, they list some of the books. That's another thing I have an issue with. Oh, really? Her titles for the books are always really dumb. Well, okay, because I thought it was really cool. Which one? All of them. Here's my thing. This is not... Okay, you tell me. My problem is that they follow this weird formula. It's like... Noun of the noun and time period. Okay, and I agree that is absolutely what she does. That's that's what bothers me. But, that, I, but anything, go ahead. I thought it was very a great sleight of hand mm. to because every one of those titles shows you why they're not going to find Nicholas Flamel because he's not a wizard. No. Oh, my bad. I don't remember who he is. Because he's not recent. And every one of those is of the 20th century, of our modern times, of the last couple of decades. Ah, and, you, and, and it's it's completely under the radar, but the clue is there. And she's really good at that. That's she cool. sneaks that shit in a lot. Yeah. And even if those title schemes are less than great, every one of those titles suggests that you're not going to find a 600-year-old with them. You know what threw me off of that is th- is when Harry's reading his book on Quidditch because it's the same kind of formula. Sure. It's still like, you know, Quidditch through the ages mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. I got thrown off and more focused on, man, that's such a repetitive like formula for titles of books that I missed the part where it's all where th- there's a hint there that Nicholas Mel is not. But I think that might be why she does the formula. Well, that's super genius. She's really smart. <laughs> That's all I wanted to hear. I know. Like she she totally is. It's just like that. I, I take it back. I take it back what I said about the books. Okay. I don't take it back about Newt Scamander. No. Or any of the other punny author names. Thankfully she left out the author author names. Right, right. And this one. <laughs> Historia. <laughs> Voluminous? No, I don't know. Uh, the chapter opens with Voldemort getting smacked in the face with snowballs. Voldemort getting smacked in the face with snowballs? Yep. What? The the Weasley Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which snowballs to hit Quint on the back. Yeah, that's the right. back of the head. That's right. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> that's <laughs> the right. The worst. Man, you know he would be so pissed about that. Yep. It's just... Why didn't, well, I wonder if his, like, resurrection spell later... In later books, <laughs> would would have worked if he, you know, the part where he's like, "Blood of the enemy, forcefully taken." You know that part? Do I know that part? <laughs> I wonder if that would have worked if they hadn't used Harry and they had instead used one of the Weasley tunes because they were beaming in the him in the face with fucking snowballs. I think I think it would have worked. I would have liked that yeah. alt alt history slash fiction. Oh no, no. That's not the fiction you want to read for that. That's going to be no. That's no. <laughs> um, <laughs> question about Christmas decorations. What, that they're magical? Yeah. Cause, because the... Not that magical. Why do the trees have to be carried in? Because they're real trees. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure how Wingardium Leviosa works. Okay. Like, maybe it can only lift things of a certain weight. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just it just seems odd. It's it gives Hagrid something to do. If if oh, that's totally what it is. If if wizards are like that's totally what it is. Yeah. Right. If if it's if it's wizards are so you know magical and they can do everything, you're not going to have much of a plot. <laughs> like yeah. your characters aren't going to do much. They're they're going to do much. It would be like the end of Wally, while the wizards are just flat and floating, <laughs> like fat and floating, and they're just like waving their wands and everything. Not super exciting. No, no, you got to have Hagrid show up to to. Also, he has to vouch for for Ron when Ron tries to fight sure. Draco. Not that it mattered. No, but. There's a part in one of these chapters where Harry, like, I think it might be this chapter where he, talk, he thinks about how he hates Malfoy and, and uh, Snape. I think it's when they're walking away from that scene you were just describing. Yeah, and it, and it was... Yeah. Yeah, it's... I'll get him, said Ron, grinding his teeth at Malfoy's back. One of these days, I'll get him. I hate them both, said Harry, Malfoy and Snape. Yeah, that. I... Again... Like I, I'm just going to beat it over the head every time it comes up, but this is definitely leading towards Harry being part of the like being part villain. Mm-hmm. Like it's absolutely what that is, and it's cool knowing that. But like, if I, I mean, I'm not a good enough reader to have been like t- 
to have caught that on the first read. I've read these many times. I don't think I ever picked up on that. Well, because Harry hisses again in this chapter, I think. At some point... I wouldn't be surprised. No, but like, like very specifically, that wording, I think, is one of those big clues. Because she does that a lot, only with Harry. Mm-hmm. She lets it be known that he hisses when he's like angry at people. Because he's snake-like and he's... No, like, that's amazing. Right. It's great. It's super amazing. And uh, it, and this isn't even the book where they talk about the heir of Slytherin. Like, if, like uh, it's... I'm impressed, is what I'm saying. Like it's it's cool. She lays a lot of groundwork, and I think that's why this book probably feels a little flatter because you right. don't realize. I mean, if you just take it as a children's book, it's fine. If you take it as infrastructure, it's dull, but it sets up a lot. It does, and and like we were talking about in one of the other episodes about origin stories and how like all that setup is kind of dull for me. If you you like it. I can accept that it's a necessary evil, especially in this book. I mean, things like we have two chapters, one which explains the rules of Quidditch and another which just is the, a game <laughs> being played. It's like, I'm glad, I guess they were, you know, butted up against each other, but still, oh man, it was, I was glad we finally got to something cool like Invisibility Cloak. Or Christmas. Christmas, I know, I know, like, Christmas is huge in the, the movies. I mean, mm-hmm. I love the Christmas scenes in the movies, but, um... Again, sort of bring around the question about what role does religion, specifically Christianity, play in the Harry Potter world? And I, I, I don't, I have this suspicion that she doesn't really get into it. I have a oh. suspicion it's, it's very much just like tapestry, like mm-hmm. it's a part of the world because it's a part of our world, which completely conflicts with the picture painted elsewhere. Why, like the friar? No, no, not the friar. The the whole magical Amish. Right. Why would they be paying attention to what the Muggles do for Christmas? Yeah, totally. By by these rules, if there's no Christ, except then it would just be Yule. Except that they're not. There is not no Christ. Like I said earlier, Christ is totally. A but I don't think they would celebrate him the same way. Um, I mean, I mean, that's totally. I feel like the 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 the, the Christmas trappings are pulled directly from Muggles. Otherwise, it's, it would be a Yule celebration. So. Well, what they if know enough of what muggles are doing there, but not like well, basketball. But what if it's more? What if it's a mix of, of the two in a way? What okay. if it's they, they call it Christmas because that's what all the new kids who grew up in London and the muggle okay, world yeah, call it? But they, if you look at the way they celebrate, they don't celebrate anything that's specifically like Christian oriented. Like they don't talk about having a mass. They don't talk about like praying. Mm-hmm. All they have is the again the sort of accoutrement of the tree and the decorations and present giving but they don't talk about Jesus they don't talk about Christ they don't talk about any of that stuff they don't talk about like oh man remember this is the day he was born (laughs) remember how he dies for you yeah they don't do any of that so it makes me I wonder if it is more like that wizards do just sort of have a long tradition of a winter solstice celebration of the Yule celebration but in order just to make it easier to like accommodate you know, muggle-born witches or wizards, they just say, oh, it's Christmas. Oh, okay. Because what if it, even if that, what if it isn't that big of a deal to actual witches and wizards? Because it's just solstice, right? I right. Mean, like, it doesn't have any extra, like, added specialness. It's kind of like well, what should happen in real school. Like, what, what like I remember going through in, in elementary school and middle school and high school is you get that time off. And it's called Christmas break, right? But you're not actually like reminded, like remember to go home and pray, right? To go like think about Jesus when you're opening your presents. It's just like Christmas finger quotes Christmas break. Like maybe that's what it because they talk they have break at Hogwarts too. Like people go home in this chapter, mm-hmm. everybody goes home except the the entire Weasleys except Ginny. Where's Ginny? She's not in this man. She's not listed. Oh, she's not in Hogwarts yet. Right? Damn. When they're describing where her parents are going, they don't say her parents and Ginny, or his wow. parents and Ginny, are going to go to Romania. I mean, I never really thought of my friend's younger siblings when I thought of them. I just would have parents. liked if she had been okay. mentioned. Because I would just want to know, where is she Is she missing? What's the deal? She's, she's, she's in the next book a lot. I hope so. She is. Really? She's a favorite character of mine. Oh, is she? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? Will we get to it, or is there something you can say? I th- no, I think we'll... I mean, I think we'll get to it eventually. Just, I don't know. Her her powder cake nature. Mm. Her bad bogey hacks. Her... She is not one with whom to fuck. Yeah. And probably because of the events in the next book. Totally. She comes out of that scathe. Yeah. <laughs> and, and definitely a lot more I will take shit on. Because right. Because... I've, I've seen shit you have not seen. I, I know how close death is. Yeah. Don't, don't come at me. Right. 
Did she come, become a keeper or did she become a beater? Uh, she becomes a chaser. Okay. And subs out for Harry when he's not seeking. Okay. For reasons. Okay, but that's so that's never explained in the movie. I think she's on the team in the movie. Yeah, no, she's like, definitely on the team in the right. movie. But uh, that, that that stuff, he'll be glad there's lots more Quidditch. He probably won't. The invisibility cloak or anything before that. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit before. Uh, speaking about Christmas again, all the Weasleys stay. Um, Percy, like, what is his deal? Like, I, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's really that much older than uh, Fred and George. Two years. Two years. Two years. Still, he's like surprisingly distant from them. Well, he's a prefect now, and they're roustabouts. Right, but his his but Ron's there, and like like I don't know if I if I had the luxury of going to school with like my family, I don't know if I would be that. I don't know. I wonder. I don't know if I would be that like standoffish as he is. I don't. I think. I think I'm five and six years older than my brothers. I certainly had a. I mean, just just the idea that you could be perceived as better mm. would make you act like yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that's true. And when so you then have you have the title. Those two getting in trouble all the time, and you're being told how better, you know, you're good, you're doing everything right, these two are not setting a good, good example for the younger brother, you're going to puff up. Yeah. He just seems like a weird little dweeb. No, it's totally weird. I wish he was cooler. I wish he was a cooler older brother as opposed to the guy who, like, can barely show up and be like, mm, I'm going to ruin wizard's chest for Harry. <laughs> I love that they have him... In, in the fifth movie without even calling attention to it. Yeah. And you just have to figure it out because you yeah. have the glasses and his hair's different. You're like, holy shit. Yeah. I He's mean, they definitely, cooler. they call it more, way more attention to all that in the books. Right. But it's just a nice touch. He's way cooler in, in the later films. Hmm. For sure. Okay. When he's like, I'm going to get married and mess shit up. Don't mess with me, fucking Death Eaters. Doesn't he? Isn't he at the, the, he's the wedding? The one, he's not the one who gets married. Oh, where is he in the other? Oh, he's at, he's with the ministry. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's much less cool. Yeah. Still late. Still late. He's no Bill. Bill's awesome. Bill's awesome. Bill's awesome. Bill's awesome. Too many Weasleys. Like, I mean, <laughs> no wonder his mom has a hard time keeping track of them. Right? She has to have that clock More children that tells him where afford. they are. Can you imagine how badass that clock would be? Let's let's go way back <laughs> to just that like that moment in the movie where she has that clock that tells her where her kids are. Mm-hmm. It might be even the next movie. It's, it's totally the next movie because we haven't still, been to their house yet. That thing's awesome. It is awesome. I love it. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> uh, but the like, worst. but there's this moment where uh, they get the they get the presents and, and Harry gets a Weasley sweater and I. I like that. Again, like, I'm a sucker for Mrs. Weasley, like, making them sandwiches that they discard and are <laughs> and are just totally rude about. And then she, she spends, like, probably a lot of time. Like, I don't knit. I don't know how long that takes. I imagine, how many kids does she have? Seven. Yeah, seven kids, right? So yeah. she knits nine sweaters a year. Yeah. How? I mean, to be fair, she probably uses magic, but it's my understanding that I've come up with myself that you have to have a certain level of knitting skill right for your magic to have you know x good sweater to press to digitate a yes a knitting needle or whatever yeah still another example of them being just totally uncool to their mom yeah no they're if any kids are listening to this podcast <laughs> which I hope you're not <laughs> don't be mean to your parents <laughs> <laughs> Respect your parents, I, I guess. Oh, okay. Just don't just eat your fucking lunches. <laughs> this is totally just me talking to myself as a kid. Just don't be a dick. Right? Eat your fucking lunch. Quit whining. <laughs> the invisibility cloak is kind of cool. <laughs> it is. I have... It, it, it seems... A problematic gift to just give to a prepubescent boy <laughs> with absolutely no oversight. Gov- governor, yeah, oversight. No, not just here you go, we're done. Mm. No, like limitations. Or no limitations. Well, no. You're saying just, you're saying this is like ripe for public wanking. <laughs> <laughs> just Harry running around naked in Hogwarts under the sheet, just like. Just staring at people eating their Christmas dinner. It's like, none of you can see me. None of you know what's happening. Oh, this is the most thrilling magic. I mean, 
Imagine. Were you thinking about something more perverted than that? Or like, <laughs> no, no, that's that that pretty much encompasses it. But just yeah, okay. You let's just let's discovered say wanking. And let's let's imagine that in some universe, someone's made a Porky's that is Harry <laughs> Potter Porky's, where he has the invisibility cloak. Oh man, oh that's awful. It is. I. It just what a horrible character. <laughs> I, uh, that's where you're getting to, right? That's like, where that's, I'm getting to. That's where to. you're trying to yeah. get to. Okay, just make sure there wasn't. You weren't, you weren't trying to be like, no, I was just thinking like he would study alone and quiet, and no one would see him. No, no, you're you're saying he's going to be a pervy it, little pre yeah pre preteen. He would be unchecked. He would be well, except that we do find out at the end of this chapter, not so much. Sure, sure, but I feel like there's still ample opportunity for. Creep factor. I feel like it's more like giving a kid like a skateboard or a bicycle and a helmet. I feel like Dumbledore knowing that he like obviously having being the one who gave it to him and having he is the one who gave it to him. Right? Yeah. Okay. And and like kind of watching him like do things with it. I feel like Dumbledore would have intervened if Harry like if Harry had gone towards the ultra perv route. Like, okay. oh, I'm gonna hang out in the in. Okay, I will point out this, though. They have no... Harry and Ron have no shortage of time spent in the girls' bathrooms without the invisibility cloak. There's no... I mean, there are elements later that show why they don't go into the girls' dormitory. I'm not talking about... I, I can't remember if that's in the movie or not. There are three scenes in no, the No, I'm agreeing with you. There, there's, there's, there, there's things that prevent them from going to the girls' dormitory. Nothing prevents them from going to the girls' bathroom. Right. You're right. Many uh, clearly because that's not the same girls' bathroom as later. No, in the other stories. No, because Myrtle's not there. Nope. So yeah, they go to the troll bathroom or the girls' bathroom. It's just it's weird that Harry would have so much. I guess it is kind of weird that he has so much access to the girls' rest, except for the fact that I don't know. I'm not that into watching people use the bathroom. Like I don't think that's a thing that most prepubescent boys are like. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Except, that, except that there is, <laughs> as we, we know, in. Goblet of Fire, Harry takes a bath in that bathroom. Like, it's an actual bathroom. No, not in that bathroom. That's a prefect's bathroom. Oh, that's a prefect's bathroom? Yeah. Okay. Oh, do they not specify that? I think they do, but it still thought it was, like, Myrtle's there. Well, she's connected with all the pipes. Oh, she can go through any pipes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is her ghost limited to pipes? That's weird. It doesn't matter. I I feel like that picture's a little more detailed in the books later. Hopefully. Hopefully. But, anyway... It definitely has plenty of. T- like Harry gets naked in a in a in essentially one of the like right. And are those? I mean, maybe maybe they have a boys' bath area, and a, a girls prefect bath boys' area. bathroom. Yeah, I don't know. How many prefects are there? Four. Two, one for each house. Two per. Wait, prefects are not head boy. Right. So there are. I. It seems like as you get your badge in what fifth year, I believe. So fifth, sixth, seventh, six per house. Six per house. Six per house. Okay, that's more than I thought. 24 in total. Okay, that's fair. So if there's only one prefix bathroom... And eight head boys and girls who are also prefix, I believe. Okay, then that makes a little more sense that there would be... Uh, 24 total. A handful. So maybe Harry actually was in the boys' prefect restroom in that mm. movie. But still, like... My point is still that he spends a lot of times... In, 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 and there's a lot of time spent... In restrooms in Harry Potter, so it just it. I, I think you're right in assuming that it's a little one of the more unrealistic things that Harry would have like zero lecherous thoughts with about the the cloak. It's I just it's concerning, but hey, concerning. I'm sure, it's probably really door. good. It's good that our, despite how horrible he is, he's not running around. Oh yeah, no, it's concerning that he got the cloak. Oh yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. No, it's not concerning that he's not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will I do have a question about Christmas dinner I have a question about Christmas dinner too but what's your question my question about Christmas dinner is why the hell did they make so much food all these kids are supposed to be gone it, there's it, a small amount of kids staying small amount of kids even if it's a large small amount of kids staying if, if we're right that there's only a thousand kids Right, because we've already talked that, about that meal. This. Sounds like it would feed a thousand kids. How much was it? Hundreds of turkeys? hundreds of turkeys. Hundreds says. of turkeys. Just the turkeys. Right. Not not the dozens or like however many hundreds of gravy boats and the the Chipotas. roasts. Yeah. 
put your sausage out like them up. Okay, cool. <laughs> but there's also, I mean, they have the poppers, right? Yeah, crackers, Christmas crackers. Like those are, I'm sure those have candy and stuff in them too, don't sure. they? Yeah, and mice apparently. <laughs> that was that was what I wrote down. I, I loved. Um, White mice will end up as Mrs. Norris's dinner. Remember, kids, death. Yeah, remember, In the middle kids. of this huge celebration, there's presents, there's fun, there's magic, there's whimsy, there's Christmas crackers, unlike them. These ain't your grandma's Christmas crackers. And death. Don't yeah. forget. And don't forget, all these turkeys had to die. Yes. They're not magic. They're not tofurkeys or magic turkeys. No. They're death turkeys. Where's the troll come from? It's explained. Later? Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I... I mean, it's explained. It's one of those in a single line, but it's explained. Okay. Good. I I can't wait to get there, book. <laughs> I feel like we'll we'll get there by next episode. I feel, I, yeah, we'll get to that. I think this is still... I don't think this is actually still Christmas dinner, but there's another point. It might be Christmas dinner. There's another dinner scene, at least, where Hagrid is mentioned as getting essentially drunk and hitting on McGonagall. And she liking it. And she likes it. She... He can... Yeah. That was I, awesome. I almost wrote that down and then didn't because I figured you would. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot. For, for one, two, a few reasons. One, they have wine at this school. <laughs> like, they're oh, just yeah. openly, like, like have well, alcohol in a, in a, ed- a place of education. That might be a British thing. Is it? I don't know. It I, might be a British. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're always quaffing ale. I mean, Hagrid, totally. Hagrid, but he has a house. Like, he lives on the grounds. It makes a little more sense for him to be like, oh, I've, it's my house. I can have some private, like, I can have my own food. I feel like, like rules are relaxed for Christmas. <laughs> rules are relaxed, <laughs> i.e., teachers can get drunk and bone. <laughs> That's a... Uh... Like, essentially, like, all the, the leading up <laughs> exercises of that in front of children. Engorge you. <laughs> Wasn't that the one that explodes? Isn't that the one you told me that it doesn't actually make things bigger, it makes things explode? No, that's... The one starts with an R. Reducto. 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 Explodes. Reducto explodes. (laughs) After you engorgioed, then later, if you were engorgioed for more than three hours, (laughs) please see your physician or Reducto. Okay. No, I mean, Harry hisses again. This, this is where he hisses, is later in this chapter. And then there's that, uh, the thing where, I mean, I don't, I don't really care about the mirror, is the thing. Like, I don't... My only thing with the mirror, and it occurred to me, probably for the first time, why? Why would you make a mirror of Erised? What's the point of it? Whatever magic mirror, is it, is it made by accident because you're trying to make a, a fortune-telling Snow White-style mirror? And that's... Just a step you have to go through in your mirror craft. Why would you make a mirror of Erised? What if it's like it's a thing you need because you are, you yourself are unsure of what you truly want? What if it's like a, a thing that can help you solidify your goals? Okay. So like you could like you remember in Pirates of the Caribbean where Jack has the the compass and it's a scene where he has to like decide what he wants more like Elizabeth or the Black Pearl I think something like that. And the compass is going crazy because the compass is the mirror. The compass tells you what you want the most. Okay. Um, so maybe it's a thing that like can help give you direction. Like that, that makes sense. Is. That actually makes sense. Um, that would be a handy tool. It to would be a handy if you, tool if you didn't know your own mind. Right. Or if you were just unsure, if you were racked by indecision, or like you had too many options, you could have a magic device that would be like, "Hey, I'll help you make it real clear. This is what you want." doesn't help so much when what you want is something you actually cannot have and or achieve, like sure. a family, like sure. in Harry's case. Um, but again, this, he has a family. If he, if he wasn't such a destructive bastard, like maybe they would like him a little. Well, more. this is also the first we see of Harry being different from other people in that he wants conceptual things, or he's afraid of conceptual things, as opposed to spiders or bad homework grades. He has he's he's a cut above. What is his fear that's um, conceptual? Is that? Happened already? No. Okay. Third cool. Book. Then we'll deal with yeah, that yeah, later. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. He wants. You're right. He does want conceptual things. Or, but I mean, a family is corporeal. You can, you know, you. He eventually gets that. Sure. Sure, but not in the way like an eleven year old can just have it. I think the difference is a, it's a feeling he wants. He's he's attaching the feeling of like love and having a place where you're where you feel like you belong sure attached to the he's family. never had that well what you think i have you plenty think? of disagreements about <laughs> the, the depiction the of harry's upbringing and the, the slandering of the dursleys <laughs> which is what my my book will be called uh um again they send him a 
Christmas present. What's he do? He throws it away. Throws it away to a friend who's again like, I don't know if this is muggle money, what? I did I did look up, because I was like, that's a weird thing to say, that a 50 pence piece has a weird shape. But I looked it up, it actually has seven sides. It's, oh, it's, it? a, it's a weird seven-sided coin, so I'll give that to him. Yeah. It's not just a round coin. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Once again, maybe they're giving him a cool thing. Like, hey, show us all your muggle friends or your magic friends. And right. You'll have something to talk about. It'll help you break the ice with all these wizards. <laughs> So that you can, like, you know, have a more... They didn't want to weigh place. the owl down? Because no, I believe it shows... Like, they, they talk about later that an owl shows up and, like, well, I want to take a present to... You got to give me something to, to bring to him. So yeah. they give him something light. Right. Something that breaks the ice. You're right. I mean, that's... The Dursleys are the, the unsung hero. Like, the... Is there something that's, like, unsung but, like, more, like, vilified? <laughs> like, they're, like, the the vilified heroes of this book. There is something like that. They're, like... they're Like I said, they're, they've been slandered this entire book. And series, there's oh, poor people. So if Dumbledore does show up. I was wrong. Dumbledore does show up. Dumbledore but, uh, does I'm not have ready his to talk about Dumbledore yet. Okay, well he does show up. He does show he up. He is there. So he doesn't show up again until the very end. But He's he still being up. a little bit goofy in these chapters uh, when he does appear. Like the whole thing about oh, I think I would have socks. That was like, a very personal question. It was, but it's also like a very impersonal answer. Like, okay. It's a very personal question from the guy who gave you your old dad, your dead dad's clothes. Well, but he's being he's being coy about that. He, he, Harry doesn't know for sure that they came from Dumbledore. Why is he being coy? I mean, he's Dumbledore. Dumbledore works in mysterious ways. Does he? Yeah, he works in goofy ways. <laughs> that's that's no argument there. I I do I will say I hate socks for Christmas. Uh, so Dumbledore is crazy Aww. and insane. Socks are man- mandatory in this house. Really? Oh yeah. Why? Because the wife likes socks. Oh, you don't get them. You give them. No, but I, I do enjoy a good pair of socks. How? How do you? How does one enjoy a sock? It, it helps your feet not be cold. <laughs> With a listener at home, I will not repeat that. <laughs> no, I was saying that's one of the ways you could enjoy a sock. Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, of course. <laughs> well done. Very J.K. Rowling of your... Um, I I totally got socks for Christmas last year, but they were socks I asked for and I actually like them. See, but here's the thing: it's like that's not the socks I'm talking about. I'm talking about when someone gives you like bulk socks. They're like, here, here's a twelve pack of some socks, I'm sure, I'm white sure, socks. I'm sure wizard socks would be wizard socks, right? See, different from wizard sleeves. Contractually, we must say yes. What are wizard sleeves? Oh, Rob. <laughs> Is that a thing? I'm not. I'm not going to explain it. <laughs> okay. Shall I Google it later? Later. Yeah. yeah. Please later Google okay. it. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Do you have anything else on the Miravera said chapter? Not on this chapter. No. But I do want to say, in defense of McGonagall, I was wrong. There are what? five more chapters. I think there's only going to be three more. Oh no. So no, okay. no. There's 17 chapters in this book. Hmm. Um, in defense of McGonagall. In defense of McGonagall. Uh, there's a moment when another professor notices that Harry's got the broomstick, and he basically... Flitwick. Flitwick, yeah. yeah. He passes it off and just says, yeah, super, heard about it, Harry, great job. So it must, like I said, it must be a rule... I mean, up there with the bat, cat, or toad, or whatever it was. Yeah, like where... Yeah, it was, it was a bat... No, it wasn't a bat. Bat was not in there. It was I keep cat, saying bat, I'm sorry. Cat, That's owl, my bat. or toad, and then... Uh, Ron has a rat. Ron has a rat. Yeah, Scabbers, who... Who ate up the sheet they used to write President Potter on? Well, it said the sheet Scabbers destroyed. I thought they said chewed. Oh, okay. Chewed holes in, I thought. Oh, maybe. Okay. Specifically. Okay. I thought it was just. He, maybe. But that, I mean, that brings me to my very last note in the very last line of the chapter Scabbers is on Harry's pillow. Ooh. Which is kind of creepy. Creepy, especially because we know yeah. what Scabbers is. Yeah, the whole Scabbers thing's really creepy. Yeah, no, and and I mean, it's touched on, but not. That's uh... not even. We don't even get that reveal until like two books from now. Yeah, Ugh, there's so many things Cap- Scabbers does. Oh, that have got to be awful. Yeah, can you imagine being Peter Pettigrew, like living through that? No, and the things he's seen, man. <laughs> Ugh. And then he keeps going back. Uh, 
it's it's a dark dark times, Harry. Yeah. That's why that's why you have all those wizard socks. I don't know what that means. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, yeah. It's an awkward way to end this episode. So, so is that it? I think it's it. Oh, I, no, no, it's not it. I will. The the last part of the game, the Quidditch game they played, way a letdown in the book. The movie, it's it's thrilling. Where Harry catches the snitch in his mouth. The book is like it's like an addendum to the whole like. Oh, Harry's uh, broom's bewitched, which again was differently described in the book than it is. I know this is boring, but like the timeline's all wonky. What do you mean? Um, it takes Hermione. Hermione knocks over. to get over there. Knocks over Quirrell first. First, then sets Snape on fire. Right. Then it takes him thirty seconds to realize he's on fire. Then Harry clambers back onto his broom, at which point we hear that he's been dangling for five minutes. Huh. Some of that's got to be wrong. Some of that sounds wrong. But... I wonder if it's that we, our narrators or our characters, become aware that he is fine. Like, mm. him hanging doesn't necessarily mean the broom's still bewitched. Fair enough. And we also should remember he is a novice broomstick rider. Sure. And, and it could be... His whole catching of it could be being underplayed on purpose because it's another one of those. It's going to have a payoff in much later books, right? So she might be. Let's eh, see here. In that understated way, she does. Yeah. No, I think I'm. I think that's it. Okay. This is episode four. Episode four of Death Readers. Of Death Readers. Thanks for listening. Yeah. If you want to point anything out to us that we've missed or got wrong, which never happens because... Email or comment? Uh, email. Deathreaders at gmail.com. Yeah, right? You can also follow us on Twitter. <laughs> at Real Death Reader. <laughs> Surprise! Is that real? Yeah, it is. Is <laughs> it? It is! That's great. I didn't know that. I know. That's good. I know. Cool. Well, sweet. Yeah. You're Thanks saying this. you're saying this is like ripe for public wanking. Welcome to episode four of Death Readers. Fuck My name you. is Well. <laughs> I-